Desmond Tutu said, Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. Join us in this episode as we talk to Dr. Zach about the vaccines, hopefully coming to an end of this pandemic, and how all of that's going to look. Dr. Zach reminds us that even though this past year and the pandemic has been a lot, there is a light at the end of this tunnel, and there is hope that things will get better and there will be a turn. So join us and listen in. And as always, reach out if you have any questions or if you have any thoughts on what you hear in this episode. Thanks for listening, friends. Then let's get rolling. Here we are. Awesome. All right, uh, friends, we are back with Shifting Our Stories. I'm Abby. I'm Jen. And our guest, Dr. Zach Armstrong, is back with us again. Say hi, Zach. How are you doing? Yay. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, um, great to be back. Yeah. So this time we are via phone, um, which is not as much fun because we love having you here in the studio, but life. So we'll roll with it. Um, but we've already discussed with Dr. Zach, him ha- coming back and talking about another topic another time. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, but we want to do our follow up to last week's episode um, and talk to Zach a little bit about um, COVID and the vaccines and the mask and guidelines and all of the things. <laughs> and you, the you get that, Dr. Sachs? Yeah, all yeah, that things. is very specific, very specific. We, we, yeah, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> all the things. So um, the reason that I reached out to Dr. Zach in the first place was because he, um, when the vaccine came out, the announcement was made, um, you were putting a bunch of videos on Facebook kind of about the science behind them and I guess kind of trying to ease people's minds about what it was. Yeah, absolutely. Like the the biggest thing that, uh, you know, even people that I know who um, work in healthcare um, had questions about the vaccines themselves and um, that this was a new type of vaccine and you know, everyone heard about the mRNA vaccine and everyone got scared, um, you know, and not really rightfully so, because, um, you know, that it's a new type of vaccine in production, but it's really not a new type of vaccine overall. Like this, the, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, um, you know, the this is the first time that type of vaccine has been put into mass production. But the the science behind those vaccines is not relatively new. Uh, you know, there have been it was kind of uh, that technique was kind of developed and pioneered during, you know, SARS and MERS and, and other, other kind of possible worst viral outbreaks in the past that ultimately kind of burned themselves out and didn't have this kind of impact. And so that was kind of sitting on the shelf for, you know, for a decade, you know, for or so to uh, kind of just waiting um, hoping that we didn't need it, but obviously that changed. And, uh, and so that's, then it just kind of got adjusted for the, the current COVID. Um, and so it's, it's really not a new thing. It's just a different thing. Um, and, and I know different sometimes scares people and it, it kind of, um, particularly people who aren't in science and don't, you know, don't know the ins and outs of things. Um, you know, it, this whole thing has been very scary. And so I think it was just something else that, media latched onto and um and it 
it kind of developed a a mind of its own when when really it just it just needed it has a relatively simple explanation you just have to kind of listen <laughs> right so i guess i want how was it um how was it kind of received in the er and in that hospital setting because i know in our setting out in the like public service in the ems field um i feel like there were a handful of us that really got into reading all the stuff um what's it about how's it work and then there were another handful that came to those of us that read it. Hey, how's it work? What do you know? Are you taking it? And then there were those that were like, nope, happened too fast. I don't trust the government. I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh. And you were like, oh, come on, you all. Yes, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, I, the, every single one of the physicians I work with, um, our nurse practitioners, uh, we all got the vaccine. We all, we've all been vaccinated. Um, the vast majority of nurses that I work with as well. Um, and I'm not going to say that everyone uh, signed up for it because that, that would be a lie, but um, I really think that everybody who's seen uh, and treated COVID in the ER and in and, and very severe circumstances has pretty much signed up for it because they've seen uh, what, what it really does and how it, uh, how it really affects people. And, um, and then really like I've just, I've really kind of put it out there to friends, family, trying to educate as many people as possible, because the more people we get vaccinated, the sooner this happens, the sooner we all get back to some sense of, sense of normalcy. Um, and, you know, everybody wants to get back to uh, a concert or uh, a ball game or just even just family gatherings. Um, and this is, you know, these vaccines are how we get, how we're going to get there. Um, it's, it's going to take some time, but that's really the, the avenue to make that happen. And, um, and people who don't really believe in it, I think are a little naive in that aspect that they're going to, that this is all going to go away without, uh, without more of their, uh, without more input and more, um, you know, people buying into the process. Right. Um, I think that it's, you know, that's the part I think is interesting. If people want to get back to normal, we all want to go back to doing life like we did it, but you don't, it, it's not like the virus is not going to just go away. You know, it's the flu didn't get here one day and now we don't have to worry about it anymore, you know, and nobody wants to do any work to like get back to normal. They just want it to be normal again. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I, think, I wish that was the case. I have, I mean, I, I wish that right. we, we had some magic wand that I just made it back to normal, but like, it's, it's going to take some effort. It's going to, it's, I mean, if anyone who's, you know, if you've seen anything happen over the past year, you know, it, it takes some effort for us to, us to have a, a, a safe, uh, you know, public interaction again. Right. Well, and I think the interesting part too is, you know, people are like, I, I even overheard somebody this morning, I took the boys to get their haircuts and I heard, a lady and another one of the haircut ladies talking about it and the woman getting her haircut said, well, I, I don't know about it because they just don't know what that vaccine will do. And I thought, oh, but, <laughs> you know, and it was killing me not to jump in. But I thought, but we do know what COVID will do to you. Yes. And, you know, like, and we do know what the vaccine will do. We Like we know, like the vaccine, like it's <laughs> like we, we absolutely know what the vaccine can do. That, like that's just right. such, that's a uh, just miseducation and, and, and of the public overall. Right. Well, yeah. you know, like, I mean, really, if you want to turn it that way, like, we don't really know all of the things COVID will do to you. That's sure, 100% right? true. Yeah. Long haul COVID is still a, a a big thing yeah. that um, that people are, um, you know, I, I think down the road, we're going to see 
unfortunately, we're going to see a lot of people who have long-term um, cardiac side effects, long-term pulmonary side effects, people with pulmonary fibrosis, people with, um, you know, early onset heart disease um, because they had COVID. I think, um, I think those are real possibilities. And um, we have some evidence to kind of show that at the moment, but it, it, we're still kind of, you know, it, it's going to be some time before we know the full effects of how, of how this affects the people who really kind of fit in those prolonged symptoms category. Right. I, I guess that's what blows me away is like, you'd rather kind of just take your chances and see what happens as opposed to going and getting a shot that has been proven effective mm -hmm. and safe <laughs> and there's no virus in it. Or we'll just wing it and see what happens. Like, ah. Well, but I mean, if you think about society as a whole, right, we also will just fill our bodies with all sorts of crap, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, it, it's, it's frustrating. I mean, I wouldn't have any knowledge about, you know, it's, I'm not in a science world. I'm not actively working in healthcare. So without seeking out the information, like I had no idea that you know, until Abby and I talked about it, that that technology had been around. And, and as you were explaining, like, I wouldn't have had any reason to know that had I not sought out the information. And I think that's probably the case for a lot of people. But we also just live in a day and an age where some things we take and we just, yeah. oh, you say that supplement's going to make my hair grow long or it's going to beef up my muscles or I'm going to lose a ton of weight overnight. I'll fill my body with that. But but this the, oh, the other oh, thing about this. it is we, we're we live in such a you know a kind of an immediate gratification society yes. where or we want any we want a an immediate fix and this is the immediate fix like the, the, yeah. the, this this is how you get the immediate fixes is getting vaccinated and that's like it it's so counterintuitive like that like that some people are like no nope, no nope, don't think so i'm right. not gonna like but uh hopefully by like, and i don't i'm not I don't want to, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, belittle anybody out there. I, th I think it really is an education aspect. I think trying to get people to, to like sit down and, and learn about really what's going on and have somebody explain it to them and, you know, and, and particularly without a, a, uh, a political bias on it, really just, you know, just going at the science of it, um, is how you get people to join in. Like it's when you, at the root of it, like we've got so many, you know, things going on in our country at the moment that, you know, saving lives is, is everyone's, you know, interest, you know, and, and getting back to a, a normal life is everyone can buy into that no matter what uh, your leanings are. Um, and I think that's, that's something that we can all kind of get behind. And so um, hopefully by, you know, just putting things out there and trying to get people uh, more, invested in it and more um aware of you know what it is and how it works and how this all plays out um speaks for itself and and you know we get to we get to the finish line that way so talking about the education stuff um i'm assuming that's kind of what got you on to facebook to put those videos out. oh absolutely i i just had so many um friends family that just didn't I got a lot of questions, like when this started hitting, like when the vaccine started rolling out, I got a lot of, you know, messages, um, emails, people asking me like, what did, what did I think about this? And I was like, you know what, let me just put some stuff out there that is, uh, that not only can answer, you know, the people that specifically ask me questions, but hopefully get some information out to people overall 
Um, and I've had a pretty good, I feel like I've had a pretty good um, response to it. I've had some people that have actually come up to me and say, you know what? I actually got my shot because I watched your video. And so that, that's really made me feel great about, about putting stuff that's up in the first awesome. place. Yeah, that's awesome. I, and I think that's really cool. And like, I've noticed, um, I've seen a couple other doctors um, that I'm friends with on Facebook in other areas of the country have done the same thing. I think that's a really big deal that, you know, when it's somebody that, you know, that can get on there and, and give you that background and say, look, like this is safe y'all. And this is what we need to do. And this is what we've, we we have to do to get back to. Absolutely. And and hopefully from an unbiased perspective where people are, you know, like, like, you know, the, I think the, the, particularly in the anti-vax crowd that just is, you know, against most vaccines, you know, there's, the, you have that fear that there's uh, there's kickbacks or there's like, you know, physicians aren't getting anything for this. Like I, we're just seeing less people die. <laughs> like that, that, that's right. That's really the kickback. Like I'm like, no, no, I'm not getting a check cut to me. That'd be awesome. If, if that was the case, I would love for that to show up in my mailbox, but it's not going to. <laughs> right. Well, and really, and truly you're, you're, I mean, if this works out and people get the vaccine, you're going to see less people in the yeah. ER hopefully yeah. right so i mean if anything you're losing yeah back, back, back to back to normal things like you know just cuts broken arms like you know the regular run-of-the-mill heart attacks like okay like normal things <laughs> the regular bumps and yeah absolutely right right fair enough so what um let's wrap up with like some of this stuff. And then I want to talk about um, like providers and healthcare, mental health. But so um, on Monday this week, um, the big news story was that the CDC was all, we've got new guidelines. And if you've been vaccinated, you can hang out with people who have also been vaccinated in small groups in your house. Um, And if everybody has a low risk, but not if anybody has a high risk and not if they haven't been vaccinated and not if they and there was all these like caveats to it. And you almost thought, oh, why would you tell people that? Like, why wouldn't you just say, hey, give it another two months? Yeah, I think I think it was, you know, first off, the the vaccine, the the guidelines have a lot of caveats to them um, because no no two situations are the same and no two people have the same risk factors and you know it's i think they're they're trying to they're they're trying to put out some guidelines but also like put enough caution into them that like this to make people think okay no large gatherings are still not okay like you know it's it's still there's still infection risk there's still um there's still potential there um but at the same time I, i almost think they were trying to give people some hope um and say okay like you know we're going to ease back into this there's you know okay you want to go see some family members great if everybody's vaccinated that's awesome if you know okay if you know it's it's not great but if if you're if somebody isn't vaccinated if everybody else is or you know it i it, there's not a perfect set of guidelines for this regardless of how much information you apply to it and i think that was that's why the guidelines are kind of muddy, in my opinion. I think they're they're, right. they're trying to do the right thing and trying to make sure people are still aware of what those risks are. But you have to kind of apply those to your individual situations. Um, you know, having a a an indoor party of three hundred people is still not a good idea. And that regardless of even if all three hundred people are vaccinated, like that's still a bad idea. 
uh, if right. you know, but there's there's some progress, you know. Okay, okay, let's let's start getting you know let's start getting society back integrated with each other, um, because no matter what you know, uh, as much as the quarantine and the the isolation has helped areas curtail spread there's still consequences of that i mean there there's you know the the rise in depression the rise in um you know the the issues with with the workforce where jobs that have been affected from that standpoint i mean we're those effects are still gonna you know we're gonna have to deal with those uh, those consequences of all of this uh, as, as we start to roll this out and, you know, we're going to have to get people back at, at work and people back in, you know, kind of a normal life standpoint. Um, and it's going to be tough to, to ramp that up as we're also trying to, you know, get more people vaccinated and tamp down, you know, what's left of COVID in the United States, because as much as, as much as there's a lot of hope and everyone's like, Hey, where this is all great. We still have got, we're still having, you know, cases and cases and cases every day, you know, a thousand deaths a day. We're, we're still, we're, we're, the numbers still don't look real great. Like we're vaccinating more people, right. but the, like the, the actual, like the, the deaths associated with it are still piling up. So, um, it, you know, there's hope, but everybody shouldn't be celebrating, you know, they'll be doing no, no popping champagne yet. We're, not, we're definitely not there. Right still in yeah. the middle of it it's, yeah no i get that and i think you touched on a good point i think as a country and as a society i think we need a little bit yeah. of hope i think we all need a little bit of I, I just need to know that there's some uh i made the comment the other day on a another facebook post that you know i think we all just need a little bit of light at the end of mm-hmm. the tunnel and another buddy of mine commented back that he just hoped that light wasn't a train yeah <laughs> you know and it's like well yeah. right like yeah i mean <laughs> And I think people just need to know that, you know, we may not be at the end, but like, ho- hopefully we could just get to a point where I, you know, you can see your family if you haven't, or I don't yeah, know, the... something. Well, and I think that was, that was really hard. And I remember saying that, like, you know, when the first, when the vaccine was first coming out, you know, they're, they're really encouraging everybody to get it at that point, but at no point then had you heard any indication of how anything could potentially change. And I was like, I just, I want to hear somebody say, I know you can't tell me when, and I know you can't tell me what, but give me that hope that, that when this is happening and when it's rolled out, you know, the hope is that we'll see those numbers drop. And then the hope is that we will be able to open things back up. And, and I, you know, I kind of wish they'd, said that a little bit and and i think that really i think that is really going to happen with the the rollout you know nationwide of the johnson and johnson vaccine because um although the the pfizer and moderna vaccines are are great and they have a higher efficacy rate the the johnson johnson vaccine is it's a it's one shot which is you know makes it easier for compliance and you can you know you can get more people vaccinated with the same supply um, it doesn't need to be in the super cold freezers that, you know, some of the other ones do. Um, so you can put it on in regular refrigerators. You can, you know, it's also, ha- it has a shelf stable aspect as well. So you can, you know, it doesn't have to be refrigerated at certain points. You can roll it out across the country to, to rural areas, to, you know, uh, areas with, with less resources and, and, and get, and still get people vaccinated. And, and although the efficacy rate, you know, 
there's a lot of things in the news about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine having a, a lower efficacy rate. Um, but when you, th- that's kind of getting lost in the, in the mud of, of, of the papers. Um, when you, when it comes down to it, like the, it's, uh, you know, it, depending on what you look at, 67, 85, 72 kind of, it bounces around depending on what's how, how they've compiled the numbers, but really it's about, roughly 75% effective at preventing severe disease, which includes, you know, hospitalizations and death. Like, could you get the Johnson Johnson vaccine and still get a very mild case of COVID? Statistically, yes, but you're going to like, you're preventing those deaths and hospitalizations, which is really where, where that, what, what's crippling the process. And so um, by getting it out there and as more and more people get vaccinated, that just builds the overall immunity and, and you're going to have a lower, lower risk of, of getting it overall. Um, and so I think as that rolls out with the, the scale that the, they're able to produce that vaccine at, that's really where we're going to see, you know, that, that, that's going to be the light of the tunnel. That, that's, that's the, um, as, um, that's, I think that's the, the, the answer that we're looking for um, in terms of, you know, how does the public get back together? You know, the, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like since I've had my vaccine, I've, I, I've, I'm not, still not taking chances. I'm still, I'm still masking up. I'm still gowning up. I'm still, you know, gloves all the time. I'm, I'm still taking every precaution possible, but you know what, like it, it, there's this weight lifted off me that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to die from going to work today. Like that's that, that, that weight for the past year has been just horrible on healthcare workers. And is really, um, I know we talked to another point about like, that's that constant threat as well as just the, um, just the stress of, of taking care of these patients has really taken a toll on, on the industry as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we had a patient the other night, and um, the paramedic student I had gung ho wanted to give um, a neb treatment, and I was like, "Man, I said I understand where your thought process is." I said, "But you give a neb treatment to a patient with an unknown COVID status, and all we've done is aerosolize everything in the back of our tiny truck." And we were talking about it. This we didn't, and we were talking about it after the run. Um, we did treat our patient accordingly. She was fine. Her mm-hmm. two sets were fine. Her breathing was good. Um, but we were talking about it after the run and he was like, well, we're all vaccinated. So, I mean, like, we're good. And I said, you and I are, but my, the other person riding with us, we were a three, three person crew. I said, the other person riding with us isn't. Yep. So, you know, it's not just you, it's mm-hmm. who is around you, you know, and you, you got to take those things into consideration. And in his mind, we were all good. And, and not to mention the fact that like, it's, it's, it, 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 I mean, it's even, it's the implications are larger because, you know, for the next patient you pick up or the, if somebody else happens to get in the truck right. when you, when you drop that, that patient off at a hospital, like if, like if there's a crew changeover or something like that, like it's every, like everything we, we do in medicine that we've taken for granted so many times, like has had such more intense repercussions that you have to like rethink every step and you have to like reanalyze. Okay. Now I, this is how we always did this. Is that really, is it really safe to do yeah. it that way anymore? Or do we need to change how we're doing this? Um, and a lot of things in medicine have changed, you know, like you, you really kind of, 
you know, I, I personally, the thing that, uh, that has hit me the most is like, even during, like, I've always got my flu vaccine, even during flu season previously, like, yeah, there are times where I would, I would wear a mask, um, in, in the ER, but not, it, I'm not, I'll be honest. It wasn't overly frequent. Um, and that will probably, right. be, that will probably, I will probably not like ever take that risk again, even, even for flu, because, because the flu numbers this year yeah. have been incredible. Like the people wearing masks and people, you know, isolating, like, I think the, the tell, most telling sign of, of the flu overall is that nationwide, there has been one pediatric death from flu this year. I, a single day. Yeah. I saw that statistic the other day. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, because people are washing their hands. Well, washing their hands, wearing masks. Like, like, it's the whole nine yards. Yeah. It's like, and it's uh, like, that's phenomenal. Like, and, you know, and the flu as a whole has really been like, I haven't, like, you know, I've, I've screened for it, I've tested for it, but I, like, in my, some of my partners have, have seen positive flu cases. I personally haven't had a, a positive flu test this year. That's, inc- that, that's, mind-blowing like it's crazy yeah well and i feel like it was really late um gosh i mean i feel like it was january january february before i want to say it was baptist maybe but one of the hospitals they were like oh my gosh we just had our first yeah positive flu test in the last week or so and we were thinking like are you kidding like it's so late in the season for that but clearly mask and hand washing yep. and <laughs> social distancing Absolutely. has helped you know so it's it's clearly working um if people yeah. will just recognize that and understand that you know if it's working for that it's probably helping with COVID also and we need to they, they go hand in hand they go hand in hand absolutely yeah <laughs> so you've touched a couple of times and I wanted to make sure we talked about it the mental toll that um mental emotional spiritual physical like again all the things that this has taken on i mean really everybody but yeah people in healthcare um you know in any level of healthcare. i mean from emts and uh, medics on the streets to um nursing home um, caregivers you know um and i think somebody i've really thought about a lot during this pandemic has been like the janitors at the hospitals who have to go in and clean those rooms afterwards. Like, I mean, there's the, I don't know, just all of everybody that has been affected by this and what kind of toll that's taken and things that people have seen. Yeah. The, the, the risks associated with it and like that, that, that where, um, and I think honestly, like talking to people I work with and just, it's, it's just sheer exhaustion. Um, It's, it is, you know, for, for 12 months, we've been, you know, in, in fight or flight response where, you know, we've all been had this like, you know, monkey on our back, you know, waiting for, you know, something horrible to happen, you know, worried that, you know, this exposure, that exposure, am I going to get my family sick or um, the people who have, who have, you know, kind of lived away from their families for periods of times to keep them safe or, you know, the, the lack of, you know, I've, basically eliminated seeing my extended family because like uh, and until I, i'm the only person in healthcare in my family and in, in my family my wife's family really you know um and so if if i don't hang around with any of them they they're much safer you know and so it's like i think right. people have, have done that to a 
you know, in, in a very admirable, you know, efforts to to keep people safe, but it's it's draining. And I think um, I, I worry that we're going to see a like a just a mass exodus when this is said and done. We're going to see physicians retire. We're going to see nurses retire. We're going to see, you know, people in healthcare just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, wash their hands of the profession. OK, this is I, I put my time in and it's it's time to move on to something else. Um, but there's this, yeah, like there's been, oh, you know, yeah, go ahead. I will say too, sorry, um, that I, I agree that that is very likely going to happen, but I have also seen a couple people make the choice to return, you know, nursing was a first career and then they left it oh, to absolutely. do something else. Absolutely. And in the past few months, like, no, yeah. I'm going back. That's where I should be. And although they missed the brunt of it, I wonder how many sparks have been lit it, lit back you know, in people's lives and their passions to be able to get oh, back tragedy is motivating. Too. Absolutely. Like, I mean, there's like, it's, you know, there's definitely an aspect of people that, that are going out and doing the greater good just for the sheer fact that, you know, they, they're trying to do, uh, do better in this world. And, and a lot of people in healthcare, you know, get into that field specifically for those desires and, and, and drives to, to just help people. And so, you know, I, I think that, you know, Hopefully, the people that we lose are replaced with people who are either coming back to the profession or people that um, that are inspired by what's happened over the past year and decide to go into healthcare. Or, um, but uh, I, I I worry we're going to have a drop off, <laughs> at least in the meantime, between you know people getting back into it oh, and the, sure. the people who are who are leaving and um, and and not and not to I mean I want to like I got not that like leaving the profession is um, is is a bad thing. I mean some people. Like, I mean, when this all started, I, I, I looked at a couple of my partners who are a little on the older side or have health issues. And I was like, I, you know, I'm not sure if I, if I, if, if I were in your shoes, if I would be here, um, you know, um, yeah. you know, it's, if you're, if you, it's just kind of a personal choice for everybody. And, and, you know, and thankfully, you know, knock on wood here in, in, in Louisville, like we've we've seen it, we've dealt with it. And there's definitely been, you know, some surges in the community, but we've not seen anything near to the point that like, you know, New York, California, Florida has seen some of the stories I've heard of other parts of the country. Like, um, you know, we've been incredibly fortunate. And I think, I think some of that and is, is, is due to the way that our states dealt with it at a much um, cause you look at the, you know, look at Indiana, look at, at Tennessee that, you know, have similar populations and, um, and they've both been hit harder than Kentucky has. Um, and we've, I think we've been fortunate in, yeah. in kind of how, how Louisville and Kentucky as a whole has made out through this. Yeah. It doesn't mean we haven't lost people, but I think it could have been much, much worse. Yeah. I know. I mean, I remember when, you know, the governor made the decision to, that we were all everything was getting shut down and it was you know it was very mixed it was unpopular between, i mean it was very unpopular you like, know. <laughs> and <laughs> right but well, you know, it was, then it was, scary yeah because it was a lot of unknown yeah but then you know you you started looking at like indiana's numbers climbing really high and ours not and you were yeah. like oh good we're doing something right and then you know like a couple of months later ours were climbing too and it was just like oh my gosh like and i remember i mean because i remember when all this started like you know, afternoons, I wanted to watch the updates and how are we doing and what's going on. And then I think six months into it, it was like, oh my gosh, are we still yeah. doing these weekly or afternoon updates? Like, 
are you still talking every afternoon at five o'clock? I, think, like, I know the thing for me that like you. was was telling and, and all of this is that uh, a friend of my uh, guy I went to high school. He's a uh, uh, critical care physician up in Indianapolis, and uh, you know, we were at different times to this thing. I've, we kind of bounced things off each other, and um, and it, the hospital he works at actually is a hospital that um, that rented freezer trucks because they had so many dead bodies. Um, and, and like, that's just a, like when, when you saw that happen in different places across the country, to me, that was like, okay, look, look, like to say the healthcare is overwhelmed is, is an underestimation at this point. And that like, that's not something hospitals do. That's not something we like, we're, we try to be prepared for things overall. And when we, you get to that point, um, you know, it's it's we, we've we've passed the point of of you know being reasonable and being like within the the confines of of our expected surges like I, that that was the always the the kicker anytime that that would come up on the news i'm like that's bad that's 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 that they're in really really bad shape right now and they're going to be in that way for a while yeah all right well Zach, we appreciate you being on here. We don't want to keep all of your uh, time here on this Saturday afternoon. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on um, no, I I mean, all I, the things? I, 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 really, on I, life? I, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm optimistic What's you got about right life? Now. I really am. Like, um, you know, the the vaccines are are, 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 are out. They're, they're being distributed, I, you know, every day. I'm seeing, like, you know, getting on social media, you see a new a friend or a family member who's posted a picture that they went and got their vaccine today in this scenario, that scenario. And, um, every time I see that, I'm, I'm just, Oh, I'm thrilled. Like, and I think that's like that hope that, okay, people are getting there, people are getting it done. And that's really going to give us, uh, you know, that, that next step to, to normalcy is, is, is huge. It's, it's, it's emotional. I get that, uh, um, I'm, I'm very proud of, of those people in, in those scenarios. So, um, that's, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm optimistic we're not out of the woods. We are not like, it's, it's not party time yet, but, oh man, like there is, there's uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, optimism on the, on the horizon. I think that makes me feel really good to hear another person of science and a doctor say he's optimistic and that like we're at least moving in the right direction. You yes, know, like, for sure. I feel like I've tried to be very optimistic <laughs> through this whole thing. And like, sometimes I worry that that's maybe not just my like, no, no, we'll be fine. Like, right. Yeah, Silver yeah. lining. Cause we tell that to yeah. ourselves all the time, but it's nice to hear that from somebody who's in the trenches. Well, I mean, so. I, I just think it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, you know, you see the numbers climbing every day that gets, we're, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very, very hopeful in that regard. So like I said, it's, I, I, to anybody listening, I, I rec- I'll highly recommend you get the vaccine, uh, no matter what version is available to you when you get it. And, um, and that really is going to be the, um, our next step. Cool. Thank Absolutely. you so thank much. You, thank for you for having me. Appreciate again, it. Zach. I appreciate it. Yep. And we will, um, have you back again here soon. And we'll talk <laughs> all other things. Dr. Zach. Zach Arm. Yep. So, 
Uh, with that, go enjoy your Saturday with your family. Yeah, you guys take care. Have a good talk one. Talk to you soon. Have a good one, sir. Bye. You've been listening to Shifting Our Stories. Follow us on social media on Facebook at Shifting Our Stories, on Twitter at SOS Podcast, or send us an email at shiftingourstories at yahoo.com.